You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2022. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life, your way, with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching, we are talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to today's episode, another great conversation for you. I was delighted to invite the Chala Prince, otherwise known as Idan Chabasov. Notice I didn't see that, say that the other way around. He is so well known as the Chala Prince that when I was introduced to him in Tel Aviv a few months ago, I was out for lunch with Jake Cohen having some lunch and he said, here's my friend Idan. And Idan was like, hi. And I was like, hi, do I know you? Um, and he said, it's the Chala Prince. I was like, hi. It was so exciting because we had chatted on Instagram. We had connected. I was obviously a huge fan of what he does. And he was just so utterly charming. And we had this wonderful lunch together just near the Shuka Carmel in Tel Aviv with Jayco. And it was it was a memorable lunch, shall we say, hanging out with those two and eating great food. Loved every minute of it. And I knew I had to have Idan on the podcast to explore what he has to say a little bit more. I find it so interesting. He doesn't think of himself as a baker. He thinks of himself as an artist. And he truly is a challah artist like no other. He has a meditative, very creative approach to challah that has taken Instagram by storm. He is a native Tel Avivian. So I'm sure like me, you can't get enough of his wonderful Israeli accent. I wish... uh, I wish I could have chatted him for longer just to hear that that those dulcet Israeli tones. I'm a big fan. And he was just an incredible guest. I can't wait to share the episode with you. He, One thing I want to share with you also is that he loved eating challah, but he never tried baking it until he moved to Berlin as an adult. And it's a real lesson. And it's never too late to do anything, to try anything, to change your career path. He talks about what he did before, which was completely obviously unrelated to challah baking. And he's just finished a enormous tour of America, traveling around America, baking challah, inspiring people, partnering up with with famous chefs. It's just a dream. He's living the challah dream. (laughs) And I just think you'll find this episode inspiring on so many levels to go out there, do your thing, live your life, believe in yourself. So let us hand over to the wonderful Idan Khabasov. The Hello Prince. So welcome Idan to the podcast. Such thrill to have you on today as my guest. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very excited as well. Thank you for inviting me. So do most people know your real name? Like does everyone just walk up to you in the street and call you hi Hala Prince? Or do they know that you're Idan Chabasov? <laughs> I mean, when that happened, for example, in the supermarket here in Israel. So uh, yes, so they call me Hala Prince. I love it. (laughs) How did you come up with that awesome name? Actually, this is very common here in Israel to call to each other, hey Nasih, hey Nasicha, hey Prince. So friend of mine, good friend of mine, she's always called me Prince. And when I really want to create something with a challah, so I decided, okay, I will be 
Hal Prince, so easy. <laughs> so easy. And the Instagram handle was available. <laughs> Most importantly. So I want to start at the beginning and find out how you came on this incredible journey to be the Prince of Hala, the Hala Prince. Um, everybody knows you. Everybody knows you're famous for creating these incredible shapes, these works of art, these Halas that taste great. And I think a lot of people know you for your Hala and maybe your, a few little lives I've seen you, but I really hope on this episode, we can also get to know you as well as a person and find out maybe some of the things we can't Google about you <laughs> or find out about you on Instagram. I like open book. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So Idan and I had the pleasure of meeting in person just a few weeks yeah. ago in Tel Aviv. We had lunch. Was it Habasta we were at? I can't even remember I, I, where we were. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Jake Cohen and Idan. And it was just a memorable lunch yes. of incredible food so it's really exciting when I get to interview someone on the podcast who I've met in real life so recently so this is this is a really great fun for me so first of all you were born in Israel you've lived most of your life in Israel right yes that's right I was born in Tel Aviv and um, I raised in Hulon it's a small city and uh, next to Tel Aviv and and yes, until the Berlin journey arrived and I just finished my art school here, uh, but that was later. Did you yeah. make challah or bake challah as a kid or did your parents no, or no. like was challah part of your life as a kid? Not at all. That actually surprised me until today. <laughs> uh, I, I always like to work with plastelina, with my hands, you know, touching materials and do things, but, uh, but never with food. Uh -huh. and, Never with food, and I always had this this feeling that I that I don't know how to cook, I don't know how to bake. Baking at home that was like messy. Don't do that. Only a chocolate cake on birthday. That's all. So baking for me wasn't at all a part uh, in my life in my childhood. Did you eat challah in your childhood? Did yeah, you like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love to eat everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everywhere. I like to. <laughs> I liked it very much to eat uh, to eat chalaim hummus, of course, and this is my favorite until today. And sometimes I could eat just that for dinner, like nothing I'm else. With you, so I'm with dinner, you. Just yeah. challah with hummus, challah with hummus. Yes, so <laughs> like start to get like like a joke in the family. Yeah, give to idan chalaim hummus portion. Yes. So, yeah, you've always loved it, but you never, as a kid or a teenager, thought about baking your own challah. No, never, you know, I you, you never you never go into details like as it also as, also as a child and also to something that it's so obvious that is there. You know, challah it's it's not it's not special for for many Israelis. Uh, recently, in the let's say since COVID, I think uh, when the challah start to to be a star. And not only from my side in the social media, then the challah really gets like different perspective. I think when you're in Israel, Israeli as an Israeli, the challah is not that special. That's it. That's it. And it's almost like pita has more of a kind of cool vibe, and you can do so many things with it. And and challah is almost a traditional bread rather than an exciting vehicle for for so many dishes in Israel. Whereas I know in the diaspora. Um, it's you know we liked we're more into the traditions because that's how we feel Jewish so buying a challah or baking a challah on Shabbat it's something that makes us feel good but I know for Israelis it's not so much on the radar challah 
Yeah, it's not. Uh, and, and you you used to eat it like only for weekends, right? Only for Shabbat. Yes. Yeah. And if sometimes you want to eat like um, in the middle of the week, like. Halat. Well, you can't find it in a bakery in the middle of the week. So either you have to bake your own. The, the Jewish bakeries here only sell it on Fridays for Shabbat. Yeah. Yeah. Like here so, in Israel. But it makes it special. And so your journey into being the Khala Prince, did it start with COVID? Did it tell us how, exactly how it all began? <laughs> so this is very hard to put the finger and say where it exactly starts. Uh, because I can tell you that it starts, I mean, the Instagram account was opened on January 2020, okay. just a little bit before the COVID starts. But um, So what made you make that Instagram account, Khala Prince? Exactly, <laughs> that was then. And, but I think Khala Prince really contained a lot of things that I learned from my past uh, as an artist, as a dancer, uh, you know, as a, as a PR person, for example, as a marketing person uh, so I think really in Chala Prince you can find everything from my life wow. which is amazing um, you know the dancing I love to say always that I'm dancing with my hands yes uh, it's feel always when I do like a video with the music I feel like I'm, I'm doing kind of choreography and this is very very much fun and and I think also to make something from your two hands and then eat it back to your to your body put it inside back to your yeah, body this yeah. is something very spiritual and beautiful in the so Khala. you so when you started the Khala Prince Instagram account was it just a personal account for you to just make some Khala like what gave you the idea and what were you doing in your life at the time that you thought to start such a thing yeah so that that time in my life I was um I was just two years ago <laughs> Just two years ago, exactly. That was I. I, I was a marketing uh, person. Uh, I worked as a marketing expert, and I actually decided to open the Instagram account just as a hobby, as a yep. hobby, just to explore the platform, just to see how it works, and you know what it's the best hashtags and stuff like that. And I think month after. A month after, I think like I start to see like more followers and more, more engagement and people suddenly also start to ask me questions. Like what Which, kind of questions? As a homemaker, I couldn't really know and understand, you know, for example, question about the chemistry behind the flower and if it's if you can mix the yeast and the salt and if it's if you need to use the flower for first or first of all the liquids uh, and, wow. and people just in the mind that there is one way to make challah forget about that there is so many ways to make challah and this is the beautiful thing in that bread so back then when I got that those questions that was like I, I, I'm not sure maybe I don't know I, I need to check uh, so today I know I'm I'm in a different place of course and and um, those questions uh, those questions but by the way, I still got them. I mean, all the time. I all bet. The people want yeah. to know always, always how to make challah. And this is amazing. Yeah. And, and so you started this account as a hobby. What kind of stuff were you posting at the beginning? And what, what kind of, did you do it with the intention of having reactions or sharing? Or was it literally just for yourself? Uh, that was only for myself. Um, I remember that, that that was even the videos. That was just like photos. Photos of chalas that you were making for photos, yourself, yeah. 
Just photos. Of course, I use my skills as a, because I study animation and art and photography and all these kind of things for four years in Tel Aviv. So I use all these skills to bring good photos and to show the to give the chala the respect, you know, yeah. all the chala in the right photos uh, from the right angles. And I think that was um, in the beginning attractive in my account. Yeah. Uh, and later on. I also created the video for myself, not for others. Because for me all the time, it was very difficult to learn from YouTube or from videos. So I always needed to feel myself to learn how to braid. Mm. And then when I post one of these videos, that was like the... That was the moment. Explode. Yes, that's exploded. That was four strands, round chala, I remember. You know, the waving, the simple one. Yeah. And yeah, they, they liked it mostly in New York and in France. <laughs> it was amazing to discover. And so did you actually, is that a video that you made or was it when you started going live? Like how did it all, did you just get more and more excited by all the uh, engagement? And then you just thought, oh, I'll try this, I'll do that. Or what happened? <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Uh, I, um, I just... I was just there for the followers that asked me to show them things that they want to see. Um, I was very challenging in this in these times to create new designs and people want that. And the most beautiful thing to see, to see how that was, how that lifts the people from the COVID times because that was already COVID. Yes. And you just realize the chala is not just the bread. It's a magic. People love to braid it. People just so fascinating by that. And, and, and you, you think the pandemic impacted definitely. the reaction because more people wanted to bake at home. They wanted to learn from you. What was it that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. People were, were more, was more available in the social media. Yes. And, um, you know, you are stuck at home in quarantine or sick or whatever. And you just want to have a good entertainment. That's all. Yeah. And you've got more time to, and to, you do go stuff. to the kitchen. You just yeah. go to the kitchen. There is no other place to be in the kitchen. <laughs> the perfect place. <laughs> and, and tell me, I obviously recall during COVID that there were quite a few Chala influencers, shall we call them, coming up. It suddenly was a boom. Did you start to notice that as well, that you weren't the only one doing this? There was quite a few others on Instagram or you very much staying in your lane and just, you didn't even... Uh, <laughs> that, that was, yes, that, that, that was, um, I think in the beginning, I wasn't aware that uh, how the Chala is very popular on Instagram. Um, yes, I saw some photos and some other influencers and bakers you know, that wasn't like challah bakers. It was bakers. Yes. They do bread, they do this, and challah as well. Uh, I um, So I, I never saw something that's, you know, only for challah. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, people all the time ask me, do pitote with this, do another bread, do tutorials for this? No, I stick to the challah. I love that. I, I think the most successful businesses now at the time they're recording in 2022, are the businesses that do one thing really, really well. And the more niche, the better, you know, the more. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's why you're asked all the questions about challah because you are considered an authority on challah because that's what you're known for. People think of challah, they think of the challah prints. And I think that's so smart. I think that's really smart because you must have been tempted maybe to 
to try something at another bread and you are sticking to your to your niche or is yeah. it just for the love <laughs> well <laughs> it's both yes. uh, yeah. it's both it's like you know every time I, I baking bread I do sourdough as well and when I'm baking bread it's for myself you know just eating that as a sandwich and uh, the halai I, I mostly bake for others and for mm -hmm. practice and I like very much to give uh, my halot uh, to people I love oh uh, yes That's I beautiful. like it very much and tell me, where, where did the idea for the sort of unusual challah shapes come from and the challah art and, you know, because I think you're known for that as well, doing amazing yeah. create, creativity yeah. with challah. <laughs> so let's start with that. This is the definition of that bread, braided bread. Uh, it's not a stuffed bread. It's not filled bread. Uh, it's, it's just braided bread. So I wanted to give, as I said before, all the respect to this definition and from there to explore, just to explore from the most simple four strands braids and just add more strands and just, just to start to play with that and make food as art. And I recognize from the beginning, the potential in the challah to have that kind of, you know, the quality to be a piece of art. Mm. Yeah. And do you do you get requests to make this and to make that? Yeah, and can you try yes, that? Definitely. Unfortunately, I cannot answer to everybody uh, with the request, but, but this is mostly because, because I define myself as an artist and not as a baker, uh, because this is my background as well. Um, sometimes, you know, you feel the mood. If you want to create something complicated, if you want to create something more... Uh, more easy and soft uh, it's also relate to a lot of emotions that I go through so even though if I have something in the mind sometimes I feel in the heart that is not the right time to uh, to let it out still mm. and you do commissions do you do sort of you know if somebody requests I don't know Halukia for, for Hanukkah or something does it interest no. you to do things like that no, no. No, no, I, I like to surprise my followers and myself, by the way, and, and myself as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like each time you go into the kitchen, it's a journey. You don't know how it will be. Wow. And when you come out with something, it's like you surprise yourself as well, definitely. I love this way of thinking. You know, you're not a conformist. Do you know what that means? You're not, <laughs> you don't conform, yeah. you create, yeah. you're original, you're one step ahead of the competition because they never know what you're going to do next. And it's impossible to have copy. Well, actually it is possible to have copycats when you're one step ahead, but that's what I love about copycats is they're always one step behind me. They can't keep up. <laughs> it's the same with you. <laughs> People worry about this one's copying me. That one's copying. Me. I say, I love copycats because they're just always behind me. Perfect. I don't have to worry about them. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yes, that's true. And tell me, what is it about challah that gives you such a purpose and passion? Like, what is your, what is your why? Like, why do you do this? <laughs> why? I, 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 as you asked, it's, I feel it's my purpose. And I feel that makes people happy. And that makes me happy in return. So it's everything for me. Beside of that, I like to, I feel like when I'm touching the dough, I feel this is my material. I feel yeah. like it's, it's a matching, you know, it's match. It's that. 
And does it ever interest you to like cast a sculpture in bronze? Uh, sorry, not a sculpture, cast a color in bronze, like a sculpture, or you love the fact that it's then eaten and destroyed in effect, your art is gone. Uh, yes, I like it very much. I like that idea. Uh, I always compare it also to mandalas in India. Uh, they used to paint it with the sand on the, on the ground with colors. And then after days of creating this mandala, they used to destroy it. And with the highlights, kind of the same. Um, that would be interesting to take the hala out from, from the food field, you know, that's, and make it something else and different. Uh, well, I, I have some ideas, but I cannot tell now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching you closely. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Idan. Just want to take a moment to tell you about Smashing Life, my Jewish community, and why I love it so much. I literally hang out in there all the time. It is such a special place to connect with like-minded Jewish women and take action and build the life you want on your terms. We have parties, we have socials, we have masterclasses, we have a recipe book, we have all kinds of good things going on there. It's a place to learn Jewish rituals that will fill your life with purpose and advance you in your life and career and it's a place to feel totally utterly wonderfully you here's what sam one of our members from new york city has to say about her experience of smashing life what i absolutely love about smashing life is the community there's just no other group on the internet like it we get to interact with jewish women from all over the world i have made the absolute best friends for life and now i have a friend in every part of the globe i mean what's not to love about that it's really brought me closer to my connection to Judaism and I just love being a part of this group. Sam is so fabulous so I invite you to join me Sam and so many other wonderful women just head to smashinglife.club and join today. Let's make it about Jew in 2022. So Idan, I've got to ask you with all the amazing color shapes you've created and you know what is the most popular? What is the one that people have gone craziest for? And also which is the one that you've loved the most so far? Yeah, so uh, there is my 11 uh, strands hala, which is the Royal 11. Uh, I share it uh, on my Zooms when I do Zooms and uh, I will have the pleasure also to share it. Um, next week already in America, uh, in my Halabake tour, my first one, and <laughs> so exciting! I can talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about it, yes, of yeah. course. <laughs> and what I like the most, um, this is very hard question. I think the four strands, the simple one, it's always turns beautiful and nice, and yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she is a beauty. And toppings, stuffings, do you get into that whole world or are you a purist with your challah? Um, I like to leave it plain, like without uh, nothing on the top. But if I put something that will be a poppy seed or sesame, of course. Mm. And are you ever tempted to do this kind of, you know, colors and this and that? And, or you just, yeah, no. again, it's what you goes back to what you said about the respect. For yes, the khala. Do not color my dough, please. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I love it. It's the it's it's the true artist. It's it's your vision, and it's 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 not about that. It's Valentine's Day today or Christmas or whatever. It's it's you in the chala. <laughs> yes. And so you mentioned this tour of America. Tell us how that happened. How I mean, surely that is living the chala chala baking artist dream. Yes. So uh, let's start with that. In 2020, when the uh, Instagram, when I understood that the Instagram account, my Instagram account, it's something. Um, I just it was Rosh Hashanah, and I really I remember I, I pray that I can I will be able to share the magic of the challah across the sea and yeah and shortly after I came back to Israel uh, I got a call from uh, from an agency in New York a wonderful agent Aliyah her name and um, and she's offered me to work together and two months after uh, we start to work on the papers to brought me to uh, to bring me to America. And tell and us about real. the tour and what 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 does it involve? That's involved uh, basically a Chalabeik events. Uh, it will include some collaboration, for example, with Inata Admoni um, in the restaurant uh, Balabusta. Uh, will be an event with a Jewish Food Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we talk about it for a long time already and finally it will happen hopefully a lot of shopping you know <laughs> if we are there so <laughs> yes and how how long is the tour for it will be a month uh, i will be in florida in detroit um in dallas oh, so if anybody can can anyone join in or is it already kind of organized with certain yes. somebody's listening wants to join in <laughs> are uh, offered in the in the social media and and people can also send me a message but I think when they will hear that that it will be too yes but maybe by the time this goes out you'll be planning another tour or (laughs) to happen it's going to happen in September and in December as well (laughs) what Uh, really yeah yeah for real and in September I'm going to start in Canada Oh my gosh, Idan. Now listen, what is the secret of your success? I mean, every challah baker wants to be paid to travel the world baking challah. Like, what is the secret ingredient to you, Idan? Believe me, I don't know the secret. I, don't know. <laughs> I think I think I'm just I just follow my heart and my, yes. my purpose and my person. I feel this is exactly what I need to do. Oh, I love that so much. I just want to rewind a little bit to your that you started Chala Prince when you were living in Berlin. What made you move right. from Israel to Berlin? And do you think, you know, what's the story with all that? You were in Berlin, were you trying to find something, you know, t- tell us a bit about that. Um, about the move to Berlin or? Yeah, why did you move to Berlin? And why do you think this started when, was it you trying to connect with your Jewishness while you were in Berlin? Or is there any kind of significance to the fact that this started? Because I, when I met Idana, a few weeks ago in Israel, I was expecting him to be German because <laughs> I knew that the Hala Prince was originally based in Berlin. So I just thought, okay, he's, you know how you make these assumptions on Instagram? Yes. And I was like, wait, you're Israeli? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how did, did you think it affected the fact that you were in Berlin that you started this? And Definitely, I'm grateful for Berlin. Uh, Berlin was my journey of my life. Um, my relationship with Judaism wasn't that uh, close uh, as a child. 
that was good for me to live out of Israel, uh, less release, uh, stress about religious and what I need to do and, you know, to keep Shabbat and all these kind of things, which, and then, and then I don't know, in Berlin, something really happened. Like, I mean, I wanted to, we call it like to Germanize, you know, uh, so yes, I wanted to feel this kind of Europe energy, European energy, uh, which was very lovely and beautiful. Uh, but in one point, I felt like I miss Israel and I miss myself. Mm. And I miss the food yeah, and I miss the smell and I miss places. And I just like, I just, yeah, I just have a hole in my heart. Mm. And this is Israel. <laughs> So when did you decide you wanted to move back to Israel? Uh, so when, when I moved, first of all, when I moved to Berlin, you know, I just moved as, an, as a video artist. And then I, I started to meditate and I was a, a meditation facilitator for two years. And then I work in tech and then as a marketing expert. And then the Chala came, top of all the end of the story that that's that's the signature of that story the chala mm -hmm. and this is the beginning the opening of my journey here in israel which is amazing wow for me so it's your full-time passion business work it's your it's your life it's your life's calling definitely and what yeah. do your family think about this uh, for my parents i think this is a little bit hard to catch the image of the of being influencer and mm -hmm. uh, what is it social me media how, how it works like how you do money with that but they start to realize right now because there is more articles and more television and more stuff like that so they understand it's something <laughs> yeah it's hard for this generation to quite understand how it That's all works true. but on the other hand for us it's exciting that we're part of this change and the way people consume and learn and engage is different today. And we're part Absolutely. of that and it's exciting. So what, what's a typical day for the Chala Prince? Talk me through a typical day. That's really changed from time, from day to day. That can be really different each day. And by the way, this is what I really like in being Chala Prince. <laughs> because I always, you know, as a kid, I always try different things and I, I, did not stick to something um, not for to hobbies and not even for jobs and that was the big um, the big issue uh, so I like it I like to get up in the morning and that day I need to to make a video that day I need to bake and uh, maybe other day I have meetings yes that can be really different mm, from that was a typical day and yeah. have you you know, you said, you know, your life in Israel didn't really revolve around challah as a tradition. It was more challah as just sort of a, 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 bread, a bread. Have it, ha, Has it evolved more into a traditional, like, do you use it for a special round one for Shoshana? You have it on a Friday, like, or is challah now art to you? How has it changed for you as, a, as an individual, the role of challah? I think the challah is always so special for me each time. Each time I bake it, um, I always said that the challah is the princess of the Shabbat. Shabbat is the queen. Uh, so challah is always the princess. Um, 
sometimes I have my days that I just don't want to bake and I just don't want to, I don't have the energy to bake. Yes, that happened. It's not like every morning I'm get up, okay, let's bake. And But it's like an artist. You're not, you're not inspired on a daily basis. You have to feel it. I definitely have my days. And this is, I think this is part of the relationship that you start to have with the chala. You know, it's not only on Friday, hey, let's do the bracha on the bread, let's do a mozi, and then it's challah with hummus, and then <laughs> the sauce, and then we're done until the next Friday. You kind of have a relationship with the challah. You have your days, and the challah sometimes there for you when you are in your uh, days. So it's, it's, yes, it's, sometimes it's complex, sometimes it's simple, uh, but I love it that way. And what's your favorite thing to do when you're not baking challah? How do you switch off? (laughs) (laughs) I like the nature very much. And lucky me, I just moved to a new home next to a wonderful forest. I like to walk a lot. I can walk for hours. Yes. Yes. And when I'm in the center, so I'm going to the beach. Uh, the beach is is my place, is my childhood, is everything for me. The sea, the ocean, this kind of to see the endless space that's amazing so you're enjoying living in israel in a different way now that you've been away and come back you're seeing it in different eyes appreciating it in a different way yes yes yeah. you know how to appreciate you know you know suddenly when you are walking by the bakery on friday you're you feel the halot you know they are there it's not just some, something yes so what we're gonna do we're gonna finish up with some quick fire fun questions that you can answer quickly yes (laughs) and then we'll i suppose end it well i have to somehow i have to get to taste your challah i might have to jump on a plane to america and meet you there but uh, i can't believe in all of this meeting you in real life now the podcast i still haven't had a bite i've only admired them as art next Next time will be a challah tasting. (laughs) So if you could keep Shabbat with one Jewish celebrity, who would it be and why? (laughs) Um, I think that would be, uh, I think with Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah. Two two Jewish. uh, Yeah. Ben Stiller and Sasha Baron Cohen. I think because they are, I, I love laughter. And I think those people can make me laugh so bad. So I won't. I've got, a, f- I've got a fun fact for you. <laughs> my my mother's best friend is Sasha Baron Cohen's mother. So I grew up around the corner from the Baron okay. <laughs> So that will be easy to bring them to Shabbat dinner, right? <laughs> and you can join us. I try. <laughs> so yeah, he I my brother was friendly with him growing up and uh he has brothers, as I'm sure you know, but yeah, I don't see so much of Sasha, but I see his mom a lot. <laughs> so there you go. You right. learned something about me as well. Um, but yeah, one day you bake me challah, I'll arrange uh, a Shabbat for you. <laughs> <laughs> and what challah would you would you bake for Ben Stiller and Sasha Baron Cohen? Uh, definitely the, the Royal Eleven. I <laughs> It's only big enough for three people, so that would be perfect. Love it. What is, apart from challah, what is your favorite Jewish food? Like a typical? Uh, shakshuka, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so Not good. a question, shakshuka. 
And do you prefer hummus as an appetizer, like as a starter or as the main dish? <laughs> the main dish. Yeah, with some challah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerusalem or Tel Aviv? Tel Aviv. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, and apart from baking challah, what small thing is bringing you joy lately? Or big thing? <laughs> uh, in baking challah? No, if if you can't choose challah for this, because I know how much baking challah brings you joy. What else, yeah. a small thing or a big thing, brings you joy lately? Um, I think I think just watch movie. Mm. Just mm. watch movie. I really miss that recently, and you know I have no time for television. And when I watching television or movie or just a series, it's it's nice. It's great. Mm. <laughs> yeah makes you feel good so yeah. look we will be i know by the time this podcast comes out you'll probably just be finishing your usa tour but um we will be following you avidly uh, as you do it i think it's going to be just incredible for for you for everyone involved for the for Hala itself and it's just so exciting i think you should get a t-shirt printed with all the dates on the back of like all the places you go like a kind of music tour you know like those t-shirts you can buy at concerts <laughs> the Hala prince merch um and yeah maybe next time in london we'll do your tour of the uk who knows yes who knows? what's out oh, there I, mean, exactly. I i believe to everything really yes. seriously yes yeah. yes oh uh, yeah. this is life everything is just possible you really need to to get connected and to yourself and just believe it and i think the big thing i've learned from spending time with you today is keep it simple like just do one thing really really well and be authentic to yourself not what this person on the left is doing what this person on the right is doing you stay in your lane it's just so clear to me that you are not you're on a path you know you've got such clarity this is hard yes, this is hard to so hard. hard because we have so so much noise around us all the time and people told us that and we hear this and this and is you see hard. that on the social media this and that and yeah, and yeah, you just need to remember to breathe, breathe. Mm. Take what deep. advice would you give to someone who's struggling to feel like they're living their authentic life? What advice can you give people to live more, lean into who they are? Um, I think listen to music can inspire you very, very good in a good way. Uh, so listen to more music. And well, I would say meditation but meditation it's not the you know the traditional way that everybody just thinking just sitting and arming meditation can be many ways and i definitely encourage people to try and to dive in because all the answers are there mm. and also for what it's worth you made me realize something else it's like just try something and make a mistake you know i think what's led you to the color prince is all kinds of things you didn't just realize that was your calling you have to go on the journey and try things and yeah, yeah and also to work to do like a sport to move the body because the, our body it's energy and we need to move the energy mm -hmm. all the time all the time we need to make sure it works yeah use and it get rid of the toxins as well <laughs> release release the bad stuff inside yeah, yeah, through the movement yeah, yeah. is it dancing stuff. that you still do or what sport do you do so I love to do very much. Uh, I go to the gym. I visit uh, the gym three times a week. 
And I also love very much to do active meditation, Osho active meditation, like dynamic meditation, mandala meditation. Uh, that works with, with the breathe, with breathing, with, um, with the body. Uh, and that's, this is the way for mm. release a lot of energy from the body. And when we release, we always make new space for new energy come in, which Ooh. we always need to remember that, yeah. I tried meditation and not recently, years ago, several times, and I couldn't, I couldn't focus on it, you know? I felt distracted. <laughs> the whole point of meditation is these <laughs> suggestions, but I know there's a huge benefits to it. I might, I might try it again. And uh, I know from what you're saying, from what others are saying, how beneficial it can be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, you've inspired us today, Dan. I've yeah. loved uh, getting to know you a bit more and just hearing more about your passion, your purpose, learning about Hala and just you're, you're a gift to all of us. So thank you. Send you a big hug from Israel. Oh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> See you soon. Take care. Bye. If this episode inspired you in some way, I'd love you to take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Your Jewish Life. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and be your Instagram friend. That would be fun. And I'd also love you to subscribe and share the episode with anyone you know who might benefit from it. I'd love you to leave a review as well. All these ways make sure that more people get to listen to the podcast and get inspired to live their Jewish life their way and we can spread the Jewish joy. So that would be a lovely mitzvah if you wanted to leave a review or share this episode with a friend or subscribe. One more thing I want to tell you about just before I go today is I've got a really great handy checklist for you if you are trying to build a Jewish home or you've got a home and you want to make it more Jewish or you just want to feel more Jewish at home and it is a free checklist for everything you need in a modern Jewish home literally covering everything you need to set up your modern Jewish home if you've got a lot of these things it's just a great reminder there's links to everything you need as well so it's it's really handy in that way too and there's checklists for Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat, Hanukkah, Passover and lots of minor Jewish holidays as well and all sorts of fun ideas for the items too so just head to yourjewishlife.co slash Jewish home if you want to grab that checklist. That's yourjewishlife.co, that's .co slash Jewish home, all one word. And the checklist is for you, whether you're Jewish, Jewish, or becoming Jewish. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line on Instagram and have a great day.